What motivates you to do the things you do? Do you have your own conviction or do you just go with the flow or do you just want to avoid confrontation no matter what? Today we look at why are these questions so relevant in this time you and I are living in. So please stay tuned until after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Hello and welcome to today's show. This is so great to have you with me again. And today we're going to really dig into a few things that is very pertinent in today's time. And the question that I have for you today is why do you do the things you do? Have you ever stopped and thought about that? Now, we're going to delve deeper into this and I'm going to throw a few really provoking things at you. Uh, again, things that will make you think a little bit or you will have to think. It's not just taking things at face value and I want to ask you, please stay tuned until the end of this show because some of the things that I'm going to say may be a little bit controversial and you may agree with me or you may not agree. But nevertheless, please stay until the end of the show because I believe as we continue with this walk that we're on and this conversation that we're on and this purpose-driven walk that we have, then you and I will understand that what we are doing is very, very important because you and I are preparing for war. We should have been prepared by now, but we are actually preparing for war. Now, am I talking about a physical war where you have to go out and, and let the blood flow and so on? No, I'm not necessarily talking about that. But this is a spiritual war and a psychological war. But we're going to uh, dig into that so that you understand what we're really talking about. Now, right here at the onset, I, I'm asking you, please share this message. Share it with a family member or friend so that we can get this message out, so that we can build up momentum, so that we can get uh, an army together an army of like-minded people so that we can really stand up against everything that is thrown at you and I on a daily basis. Now, let's move on. So the first question that I want to ask you, what motivates you to do the things you do? Now, do you have your own conviction or do you just go with the flow or do you just want to avoid confrontation no matter what? So those are basically the only three avenues, avenues that you can go down. So if you are a person of conviction, if you know what you need to do, if you know what you have to do, if you know what you want to do, what your purpose is, then it makes it easy. But if you just want to coast and you don't really want to, uh, the, your boat to be rocked, then it's a little bit of a different story. But then I've got some... Uh, thought-provoking things for you that I want you to listen to and really decide what you need to do. It's not just what you want to do, but what you need to do. It's not always so easy to do things because we have to do things. But you know, when it um, comes to the crunch, you and I have certain things that we have to do because we have a responsibility, especially as a leader. You can't just sit on, this, on the sideline and just be a spectator. You have to be there. And if you want to see change, you have to see what is going on currently. You have to 
get a vision of how it should be or ought to be and then you have to pursue that and that's why you are a leader and a true leader is really raising up others and deploying other people so that they can do what they have been born for and this is what you and I are doing and this is why the Rise and Shine Leadership Show has been established so thank you for being here once again. Now, again, why are these questions so relevant in this time for you and I and in this time that you and I are living in? It's because whenever you compromise to keep something, you will lose it. This is a very, very, very vital concept to remember. If at any time in your life you had to compromise or you decided to compromise to keep something, you will lose it. It's just it's almost like an uh, unwritten law. It just happens and it cannot be any different. So this is why it's so important that you and I know what we're doing. That's why we know what, the, what our enemy, which is an invisible enemy in most cases, uh, is doing. And yes, this enemy is using people and people come against you and come against me. But we need to know what's going on otherwise we are going to compromise and i don't want you to compromise i want you to stand firm now there's a lot of examples that we can use from from scripture from the ancient history like the three guys shadrach meshach and abednego they were confronted by um, being told that they have to bow down before this this image and they refused to do that because they knew that if they do that, then they violate not only their consciences, but then they also bow down before a false image, a false God, and they served the true living God. And that's why they did not want to bow down. And you know what? They, there were consequences for them. They have been thrown in a very, very hot, fiery furnace. And what happened with them, God protected them and this king that actually got them thrown into this fiery furnace changed his whole view they got taken out and they were actually on it now i'm not saying that's going to happen every time with people when they stand up against an, uh, an evil regime that's what's going to happen with them but you know what in the end the consequences for you and for the people around you are going to be positive there's so many examples that i can give you right now but I'm just going to conclude with that. Now, when you compromise, it actually means to you making concessions from your side while the other side takes advantage of you when you do not stand on your convictions. And this is important to realize and this is important to know because that is what compromising does. It actually opens the door so that someone can or something or a system can exploit you and you don't need to do that you shouldn't do that because you know it's like it's being said let your yes be yes and your no be no that's how simple it should be for example i i heard a, a testimony of someone he wanted to buy an uh, an airplane from someone and he went to go and look at the plane someone took him there one of his friends and when they got there he said yes this is the plane that i want and he shook the, the owner's hand and he said to him, okay, so will you prepare the, the paperwork and stuff? The guy said, no, it's not necessary. He says, what do you mean? 
whenever I buy something, people, you know, they draw up the contracts and all that. He says, no, your handshake means enough for me. I trust you. And that's how I do business. And that's how many people used to do business in the old times. They just trusted. If you said this is how it's going to be, they took your word for it and that's how it should be. So when I'm uh, telling you I'm going to do something, I need to do it because that is who I want to be and that's who I am. Now, decades ago, a system has been set in motion to destroy every person's conviction that is based on the truth. Now, I'm going to point you a little bit into history, like I just said here. And today, everything that we see, the consequences or the results of these things um, are more evident than ever before in our lives. For example, and this is the example that I'm going to use, it's about the public school system that was established. When it was established, it was made very clear by those who instituted it that uh, the law or by the large corporations and that they needed workers to work in their factories. They specified they did not want thinkers. Now, if you just hear that, then it must already uh, let red lights just come on and, and warning bells ring out because this is not cool. In other words, if they set out a system where they just wanted to train people to work, not to think, not to think out of a box, not to do anything that they can think of to be creative. This is not cool. And this is not how you and I have been made. That's not how we're supposed to function because you and I, um, we've been made in the image of God. So we have the ability, you and I have the potential to be creative and to do things totally out of the box. And that's what wants to be stifled by uh, by the public school or even um, many private schools are exactly the same. And this is just one of the reasons there's so much opposition against the homeschooling movement all across the world. Children who are brought up in a safe and moral environment like a homeschooling environment, they taught and they are trained to use their imagination and live a full life of conviction. And this life that they are being trained to live they, they choose an ethical and a godly lifestyle. And here, let me just explain to you again, if you cannot remember what, uh, what it means or what your imagination means. Your imagination really means, it's almost like the womb, like a woman's got a womb where she conceives children and where the child grows up. This is what your imagination is to your mind. This is where you conceive ideas and that's where you grow ideas until they come to fruition and until they, they um, are being born, until they're being birthed. And this is very important for you and I because that's how we are made and that's how we get solutions to issues, solutions to problems and things. And it's vital for you and I to know that. And also to be trained is different than just being uh, told a few things. When, it, when you train someone, you really train them well. It's a, it's, a, it's a building up. So you start off with basic principles and you build up and you build up. And there's even a proverb that says to train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they grow old, they will not 
uh, move away from, from these ways. And this is very important. So if you want a stable society and a healthy society and healthy families, this is how you need to train the children. But in the back to the public school system, the moment the child goes to a public school and even most of the private schools, like I said, this little poor little soul is just basically dumped by his or her parents. And the education of this little child is left to a group of people who have been trained to kind of like box the child into a system of compromise. That's really what the, what the school system is. It's a system of compromise, system of a little box. And they want you to stay in that little box, not to go out of the bounds of this little box. And this system does not have the best interest of the child at heart, not at all. And it's really a demoralization process. And this starts right from day one, the moment, the very first day that the child goes to school, this whole process starts. And the child is not allowed to dream and use their God-given imagination anymore. It's just stifled. It's no, no, you cannot go that way. And you have to go this way. And if the child is a little bit outgoing, like you guys know, then they just give them some, some kind of medication to just calm them down. So that child is immediately, is just absolutely just held back. And even from, from natural development. In other words, the child is actually boxed into a system that teaches irrelevant theories. And many of these theories, most of these theories that they are being taught there will never be used in everyday life. Go and ask anyone. If you are not being trained sound, uh, financial principles, money principles, how to use money, how to uh, start a business. These things are not being taught to the children in school. And this is a very, very great limitation. But now you can see why it is like this. Because when the public school system was started, and even the, the, the um, private schools, they just charge you much more, then that was their premise. They did not want people to, to think out of the box, to be their own person and really be a person of authority and the person that they were born to be. And this is sad on the one hand, but it's also sobering to the point where you and I have to realize that if you, as a true leader, if you do not step in and make a difference, our children are being thrown to the proverbial scavengers. Our children are just cast out there because these people have just got one thing in mind. They want to dominate people. They want to manipulate people. They want to control people. And that is not so. It shouldn't be so because man was originally made to rule over and have dominion over everything that was created. In other words, over the fish, over the, the, the um, birds of the air, over all the, the animals, of all the plants, man was given dominion by the, the creator who made man in his own image, in his own likeness, to have control over all these things. But it was never said and it was never given that man should uh, control or dominate or, or dominate or manipulate other people. But now man went and because they want power, they want money, they they, they um, money hungry, they love money, and that's what they run after and power and all these things. They have turned 
this whole system around. Now, a few people are using the things to control people so they can benefit by it. Just think about it. Just think the whole media system around us. You are being fed things that you are not supposed to even hear. Things that are not good for you. It's not good for society. It's not good for anyone. But they push these things at you all the time because they know when people hear this over and over and over, they're going to start believing this as truth. And it's not the truth. It's an absolute lie. It's absolutely, it's evil in many cases. And just give you another example. A few days ago, I heard of a young student whose life was dramatically changed because he was conned into responding to an email. Listen carefully, an email requesting his honest opinion. Now, this young man is 22 years of age, and I've really got respect for him, and I'll, you will understand why in a moment. Now, this young man, he decided he's going to give his honest opinion, and he told these people uh, what he thinks of this whole, uh, um, what do you call it, this mask mandate. He said it's wrong because there's no medical evidence, and he had all the all this stuff. And you know what happened? Now he's targeted and he's already been arrested four times by the police. He's not allowed to go back to the school because of his convictions. This is what he truly believes. But they had to take him out. They had to make an example of them. They humiliated him. And he's not even allowed back on that college campus. And this is, this is not so, and what was, what was really his crime? His crime was freedom of speech. He spoke against what the system wants to force on you and your children, and now he has been cast out of society. Or so they think, because you're going to see in a moment. Because this young man, he really stands up. And I, that's why I say I've really got respect for him. He refuses to be silenced and discriminated against by wearing a mask. Now, just remember in the beginning I said to you, don't just run away. Please stay until the end of the show. Because before you jump to conclusions and before you run away and before you slam me as wrong, who has the right to prescribe to you to do things you know are wrong? For example, and this is, this is also very important, but for example, a very important question that I've just asked you. Why? Why would you just allow people to to just put stuff on you. Yes, people say, but it's for the benefit of others and uh, it's, it's for other people's health. It's nonsense because these things have not been proven and it's actually been proven a lie. And if someone condemns you, for example, for wearing a mask, you are not going to tolerate it, will you? If someone slams you for, for wearing a mask, somewhere you're going to stand up and you're going to say, listen, this is my conviction if it is. And... Now, I'm using this as an example because this is what you and I are confronted with every single day. We can use different examples, but this is a very relevant thing that you and I are confronted with every single day. And again, this young man is very brave and he decided to go on with his life, even if it means he will have to go through life without so-called education. And just to, just to give you a different perspective on this, a very wealthy businessman. He's very wealthy. He's, he's in his 80s and he's a, he's a billionaire 
and he started off with nothing. He was a bricklayer, he um, had dyslexia, so he couldn't even read and write, but he says today he's got a few uh, honorary doctorates behind his name as well. But he said, I never had the disadvantage of going through school. Listen to that. I never had the disadvantage of going through school because even psychologists that spoke to him and uh, they, they said to him, you know what, you've got a very unusual brain. You think different. And this is one of the reasons why he thinks different because he was never boxed into a system where everything was dulled and he was, had to unlearn all the things that he was actually being born with. And now just to illustrate this further, let me share a few points from history with you too so that you can um, hear what I'm saying to you. There was a guy, Antonio Gramsci, and he was born in 1891 in Italy. And he was thrown in jail by Mussolini because Gramsci's communist ideology did not gel with Mussolini. He was one of uh, Mussolini's, um, uh, one of the people that uh, wanted to oppose Mussolini. And so Mussolini th threw him in jail. And I'm going to call him wicked because this wicked man came up with what took the West by invisible storm. And you and I are feeling the horrific pressure of this evil plan as we speak. He is really the, the architect of this whole cultural revolution that's been going on for decades, for decades. And you and I have not even known that these things were happening. We just were too happy just to go on and coast along while these guys were behind the scenes. They were changing everything slowly. But we, they knew that we will succumb to these things because we don't have a clue what they're doing. And this is not cool. This is absolutely not cool. And what they did, they set out on a cultural way, war, a cultural war, where the only focus was to destroy culture and to promote communism. And communism is exactly the same as socialism. There's no difference. Some people may say, yeah, socialism is a softer version it's not it's exactly the same thing for example I, I asked a lady who grew up in Romania I said to her do you know what socialism is and she looked at me and she says yeah of course it's communism so to them there's no difference because that's what she grew up in in that harsh environment where people are just being uh, stepped on and no one has any any say now this is what Gramsci proposed if anyone questions, for instance, the interpretation, especially of the Bible or literary text of suspicion, this is what they called it. So they called the Bible and literary texts, uh, literary works that was really reminiscent of a specific time and of a specific age and that showed the history of the time. They branded that as suspicious uh, uh, writings. If you interpret these things as valuable, then you must be part of the ruling class's apparatus of control, whether you realize it or not. That's how they brand someone who stands up against these evil agendas and stands up with the truth. The, and, and this happens all around us all the time. And he goes on, at worst, if that is you, you are evil. 
And we see it on college campuses even today. These young people are branded and they sometimes they pushed out and they pushed away. At best, you're a dupe. And there was a guy, Joseph Ratzinger, he once observed, this was a standard response used by Marxist-inclined liberation theologians whenever anyone questioned their positions. Now, what does this mean? In very simple terms, if you stand up for the truth, you know what these people do? And just look around you. You might have been also a target of this. I don't know. But they shouted and they ridiculed anyone who opposes them. That is the, the way of doing things. The moment you stand up and speak out the truth, they, they make you out as absolutely the enemy, as if you're wrong and if you're this uh, dictator type person and you just want to uh, dominate every, everything and everyone. But on the, on the other hand, that's exactly what they want to do. But they want people to think that you are the bad guy. And you and I have to be prepared. We are actually supposed to be ready for war already. Because if a war breaks out and you are not ready, or your soldiers are not ready, you're in trouble. Because then those other guys can just overtake you very easily. But you and I really need to prepare. And that's what we're busy with. That's why I'm sharing this with you. And this is why in this leadership show, we need to get you to the point where you understand who you are. And we'll get to that in a moment again. And just remember, this is not a physical war, but it's a, a war of taking back. Not, with, not what was stolen from us. And this is the important point. Not that with what was stolen from us, but what we willingly permitted the enemy to take from us without realizing the consequences. And especially the long-term consequences. Because while we were asleep, while we just coasted and just wanted a, a happy life and don't rock my boat, these guys were busy. They were strategizing. They were implementing. And all the colleges, all the universities have basically been taken over. The culture has changed totally. And the war that you and I are in is, first of all, it's a spiritual war. And second, it's a physical war. And yes, there's also a physical side. And the things we are facing today are the consequences of not being prepared. Just what we said. And actually, not even being aware that our freedom is being taken away as we speak. It's even busy happening right as you and I speak now. That's why it's so important that we know these things and that we get to knock these things right and nip it in the bud, especially things that are standing up now. It's not as easy than it would have been many years ago, but we still have the, the, the authority in the spirit and the power in God with his help to do this. Now, what does it mean to be prepared and how are you and I going to change this? Number one, you need to know the truth. Number two, know who you are and know your purpose. Number three, know the enemy's plans. And this is not so hard because his plans never change. And you know what? All these things that are happening now have actually been published many, many years ago. So if we were just open and knew what was going on, we could have done something about this. And this is what happens. People just do the things in the open and they do it openly. And we were so asleep, we did not even see it. And... <laughs> 
you know, if I just stop for a moment, I'm just thinking, I've actually given you a lot of work and a lot of stuff to think about. And I want you to please take this seriously. Because your life and my life depends on us taking action and destroying the works of the enemy. And the only way you and I can do it is by building spiritual muscles. And how do you and I build spiritual muscles? By knowing the scriptures and knowing the power of God. Now you may say, yeah, but you, you know, Yanni, I'm this way and that. I don't care. But this is the only way that you and I can stand. Because like I shared with you with Gramsci, that was absolutely their premise. They wanted to destroy uh, Christianity. They wanted to destroy Christians. And it's exactly the same today. That's why they close many things um, or very few things in, in the sense of um, supermarkets. In some countries, it's, it's worse than other, other places. But churches were one of the first places that they also closed down. And many of these places of worship have never opened up. Now, there are good things about that as well, but I'm not going to go into that. Now, just back to the three points that I gave you. Know the truth, know who you are, and know your purpose. Know the enemy's plans. As you will see, that knowing means knowledge. You need to have the knowledge of the truth in order to apply the truth. And the same with um, know who you are and who you, what your purpose is. You know, need to know what your purpose is. And when you know that, you have that knowledge, then you can act upon it. And the same with the enemy's plans. When you and I know what the enemy's plans are, because like I said, they basically shared these plans many years ago already. And if we really were open and we were um, uh, sensitive enough to know these things, then we could have really done something about it. Uh, may times get worse than it is now? I don't know. I trust not, but it might. But it doesn't matter. As long as you and I know with conviction, we have the knowledge that we need, and we do what we are called on to do, then we will stand and we will secure a good future for our children and even our children's children. That's what I have for us for today. I think this is uh, enough food for thought for you and really something to work with. And we will continue in the next shows uh, to, to really prepare because it's important that you and I prepare and know where we're going and now know how we're going to get there. We really need to strategize. And uh, so please um, stay tuned. And again, please share this message. Uh, share it with family members or friends. And please take this to heart. This is very important for you, for your family, for your society, for your community, and for countries, and for the whole world. It's very, very important. Thank you so much for being with me again today. I appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next show. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share the show with your friends and family. And if you have been stirred in your heart to get involved, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com to help me spread the good news. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show.